Now today's federal newscast, I'm Eric White. An update on the White House's recently enacted national cybersecurity strategy. Federal Chief Information Security Officer Grant Schneider says the National Security Council is currently developing an implementation plan. Schneider says holding cyber leaders accountable for results plays a key role in the strategy's success. The MITRE Corporation releases recommendations from the Office of Management and Budget's Federal Workplace Symposium. Many are familiar, but MITRE also included specific barriers agencies must overcome to fully modernize the federal workforce. The group says government should find ways to lift caps on critical pay position authority and ease regulations with the Intergovernmental Personnel Act. A new task force from the Bipartisan Policy Center examines how agencies conduct oversight on themselves. The Executive Branch Oversight Task Force will pay special attention to legislative and administrative authorities within the Office of Personnel Management, Office of Management and Budget, and General Services Administration. Several former OPM and OMB senior leaders sit on the task force. The group will build off the Bipartisan Policy Center's early reviews of the Inspector General Act of 1978. The State Department launches retaliation against those it believes responsible for the death of Jamal Khashoggi. More from Tom Temin in today's management report. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says U.S. officials have identified some of those responsible for the killing. He says some work in Saudi intelligence, others in the royal court or its foreign ministry. Pompeo says state is revoking their visas and working with the Treasury Department to see whether financial sanctions are possible under the Global Magnitsky Act. He says those penalties will not be the last word. I'm Tom Temin. A second round of awards for the Army's RS-3 contract brings the total number of awardees up to 253. The $34.7 billion contract provides services for acquisition and strategic planning, education and training, engineering, logistics, and research development test and evaluation to the Pentagon. The first round of awards in 2017 only selected 55 vendors. The contract will have two more on-ramps in the third and sixth years. GSA turns to an emerging technology to make sure contracts are meeting acquisition policy and laws. The General Services Administration is fixing a shortcoming of the acquisition oversight process by using artificial intelligence. For much of the past two decades, agencies struggled to include Section 508 accessibility requirements in their contracts. At the same time, GSA didn't have a good way to guarantee those contract clauses were in the solicitations. But a pilot program using AI and machine learning tools is automating the oversight process. GSA now plans to move from the pilot to the production stage as the test showed a 95% success rate in alerting agencies about their missing 508 requirements. I'm Jason Miller. The Defense Digital Service will open another satellite office, this time in the Georgia Cyber Center. The new startup-like workspace will aim to engage and support military technical talent and drive innovative ways to solve mission challenges. DDS will host a day-long hackathon as well as an open house to engage cyber soldiers and tech leaders across the region. Defense Department uniformed and civilian employees using the Defense Mobility Unclassified Capability can now access their email directly from their phones using the app that comes on the device. This is instead of having to go through the Defense Enterprise email. DISA announces 120,000 users now have the capability. DISA also says its mobile store has more than 1,000 apps and the price for services will remain at 2018 levels at $4.31 per device. 
The Veterans Affairs Debt Management Center says it reduced call wait times to under five minutes in fiscal 2018. That's better than the 2016 average of 21 minutes. VA credits adding more staff, improving contact center technology, and focusing on employee engagement in reducing debt call center wait times. VA's Debt Management Center helps veterans make payment arrangements or resolve overpayment issues. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.